This is the Emerge and Expand podcast, a place for introverted and sensitive souls who are trying to cut through the noise online and create success in their own businesses on their own terms. I'm your host, Catherine McKenzie-Smith, and I'm so glad that you're here. Hi, and welcome to a new episode of the Emerge and Expand podcast. I'm your host, Catherine McKenzie-Smith, and it's been a little while. I always think when people say things like, I'm so sorry for being away, that usually nobody notices anyway, but it did feel important to come back and say, yes, I've been away for a few weeks, and I'm actually planning on taking a bit of a hiatus. So instead of just disappearing and ghosting you for another month or two, I wanted to give you an update and let you know what's going on in my world just in case but also I wanted to talk about some other things today around energy and boundaries and just taking care of ourselves and coming back to the things that we really love to do especially in business where it can feel like there is a lot of obligation and so many things that we think we should be doing that actually take so much joy out of the whole journey and doing things we love and creating these businesses that as opposed to light us up and inspire us. So I wanted to talk a little bit more about that today. First of all, one of the reasons for the hiatus is I'm about to kick off an experimental month of candid conversations and Q&A in The Introvert Coach. It's a 30-day or so, it's a little bit more than 30 days, but a pop-up group with two weekly live sessions for the next month or so, where I'm going to share my journey from newbie coach, literally falling into coaching and then falling in love with it, all the way to where I am today nine years later, which is so hard to believe. So this is a big part of the reason that I've decided to finish up season two of the podcast, take a break and come back in September, maybe October with a new season for you. But as I mentioned, what I really want to talk about today is actually boundaries and coming back to alignment with what it is that we really want, the work that we're here to do and the things that just bring us joy in our business. And I didn't realize until the other week just how much the past few years have wreaked havoc, wreaked havoc, wrought havoc. Okay, I I don't even know. On my nervous system. I know everyone has been on a journey from the aftermath of 2020. And so I'm not even going to bore you with my story. But trust me, having an in-person business with bricks and mortar overheads in the height of a global pandemic is something that I would not wish on anyone. And that is a whole story of its own, which is really not mine to tell. But because of that business, while everyone was pretending life was back to normal last year, despite record case numbers in Australia, especially in Brisbane, when we had it pretty easy early on, we We were pretty much self-quarantined because if my partner or I, either of us got sick, our business would have to close and that was, uh, yeah, not uh, not going to be a possibility. So while everyone was out there getting back to normal, back in the world, it felt like we were in this weird bubble for at least all of 2022, uh, if not before that as well, but definitely last year. And what we don't realize, and you might have noticed this yourself if you are someone with a sensitive nervous system, but what I've definitely realized was that the old nervous system doesn't really bounce back from unprecedented events. We just kind of keep going along in so survival mode and it's really difficult to actually know how far away from our kind of homeostasis that ideal place that our nervous system operates at its best in and it wasn't until I decided about a month ago that I needed to get back to taking care of my nervous system that I really realized how much I'd been in survival mode for the past three years. The bittersweetness of this was finally starting to feel like myself again being able to sleep better waking up better rested being able to just see and feel bigger options 
options and possibilities ahead, which really do shut down in survival mode. Being able to open back up to those again, whilst also facing the stark reality that in times of survival mode, we can cling to things that ultimately lead us further and further from our alignment. And so I think this is different from talking about our safety and and finding that safety, the comfort zone, all of those things, which I think can be really nourishing and beautiful ways to take care of ourselves, especially for certain reasons that we might need to in our life. But being in survival mode and clinging to things that feel familiar, I think can sometimes be a different thing because sometimes those familiar feelings aren't necessarily in alignment with what is best for us. So it's kind of like holding this multifaceted paradox of the things that make us feel safe and the things that actually are safe and where that familiarity or the just going along with things to make life easier can really get a bit messy and complicated because after all, we are messy humans and that happens. And if you've ever done any kind of body work, breath work or other nervous system work, my go-to is network spinal analysis, which was one of the first things that I was introduced to and my body just responds to really well. That once you start switching those lights back on, like if you think, I always think about it like Monica's cupboard in that episode of Friends where she's like, all of her apartment is so neat, but she has this one cupboard where she just throws things in and shuts the door and pretends that it's not there and the rest of her life is perfect, that we kind of do that with things in our life. Our nervous system goes along and hides things away from us as like a protection mechanism and to keep us feeling safe. But it's kind of like when you start switching those lights back on, it's like the last drinks at 4am in a nightclub. You suddenly see all the things that were hiding in the dark. We've all been there, right? 4am, shoes navigating the sticky floor, hair's a mess, you're like sweaty and the makeup's not looking as good as it did when you first stepped out for the night facing the stark reality of a stranger we've been making out with who is so not the right one for us and I promise this story is actually about boundaries but tell me you don't know that exact feeling both physically and also the mental and emotional reality of hiding from your own fucking truth now I can see it I can't unsee it and then I just really need to go home and have a shower eat some toast and tuck up in bed to recover so I don't know if that is relatable to anyone but That's what I used to do in my 20s. And now when I'm in that kind of emotional nervous system recovery mode, it's a similar kind of thing. As I've been on this journey the past month or so, slowly coming back to myself, my needs and shifting out of survival, those little lights have been coming back on and decisions that I made in the last few years have just started to feel like that last Jaeger bomb. Not my best idea. Uh, Jager bombs for anyone who's not a millennial and lived through that horrific period where that was the popular late night shot uh, is a shot of Jägermeister dropped into a half a can of Red Bull. (laughs) If anyone remembers this time in their life and went through that period as well, you're possibly screwing up your face at the thought of that and how you ever did that, because that's definitely how I feel when I think about it. And one thing that has been popping its head up for a while that I've been blissfully ignoring, but if you go back to episode zero of this podcast, I actually say that the reason I started the Emerge and Expand podcast was because I knew in my heart I was shifting away from my introvert specific focus and that was why I stopped doing my League of Extraordinary Introverts podcast and started a brand new one. So why did I launch a membership and go back to my introvert roots? Because it felt way safer to do something familiar in amongst all of the unknown. And yeah, 
I mentioned at the start of this episode that the introvert coach starts this week. And so that might seem completely counterintuitive now that I know this and I'm aware of it and I'm actively making changes. But I've decided it's the last introvert specific offer and creation that I'll be putting out for a while. It's an idea that I had years ago and it was something, an idea that I wanted to create as a documentation of my own journey, as well as a resource for new and emerging coaches who often ask the question, can I be a coach if I'm an introvert? Can I be successful? I'm actually really glad that I waited to now to revisit this idea because it feels like the perfect way to somewhat close this chapter and start opening back up to what comes next. I've seen this happen with my clients and Emergent Expand members recently as well, who have maybe spent months agonizing over a decision only to have new opportunities and invitations appear the second they make the decision. And once I freed that energy up for myself, I had a similar experience and started to wonder what else I needed to let go of, even just for a little while. Which brings me to the podcast and some other content that I'm making across different platforms. As I mentioned, this will be the last episode of season two of Emerge and Expand. I'm going to take at least August and maybe September off as well, putting out any new episodes to give myself space for the introvert coach and my clients and members and to decide what comes next from this renewed energy. But I'm going to go a little further as well, again, inspired by my members to take a step back from probably Instagram in particular for at least the next month or so. Creating content is one of my favorite things and that is not changing and it hasn't changed, but it has started to feel like a burden lately. And I'm feeling a deep urge to take all the pressure off and go into a bit of a winter mode to get back to what I love creating from the joy and the curiosity of it. I have always loved creating from a place of of this is just fun and a creative expression. It was how I started in my business. And the more it has started to feel like a chore or something that I'm failing at if I don't get things out when I plan to, that has been a huge indicator that I'd really like to just take a little step back and get back to playing again and enjoying it. So I am planning on documenting this a little bit behind the scenes. I'm not sure if I will share it more publicly or I'll wait to get a little bit of space from it and share a little bit more. I haven't decided on that yet, but I've been putting together a bonus training for Emergent Expand called Before the Launch, which is kind of this exact thing, a playground of creation and activities going back to the days when I was a blogger before I even had a business or anything to sell. And I really want to bring that energy back of just the joy of creating. And I'm sharing this to kind of give you an update on what's going on and what I've been thinking, what I've been going through, but also because I know that so many of us are feeling this pressure to be everywhere, to do everything, that if we're not active on Instagram and making a real effort and a real kind of impact on there, that we can't be successful. You know, someone in one of my groups recently mentioned that they were told if they didn't do video in their business that they would just never be successful. All of these things, all these messages externally that we're all taking in, whether they're conscious or subconscious messages, it wears on you. And so as much as I am excited to create this training and, and go on this experiment as well, I just want to come back to the joy of it, really. I just want to find more fun. And I think when you're in that survival mode, it's really hard to do that. So that's a few things that are changing. I'm also more than ever really, really 
almost like 99% sure I'm going to be closing my free introvert friendly business group over the coming months, probably not straight away. And if you're listening to this, there's a good chance you've been used to me popping up in these places that I've mentioned. So that's kind of why I'm telling you about it. But I, I, I also hope that even just by sharing in this way, that it's really important to actually take a step back sometimes and reevaluate what's going on for you and making decisions from a place of what feels best for you. And so, yeah, I hope that by sharing this, it gives you something to think about. Where I will be showing up 100% is for my members in Secret Introverts Business and Emerging Expand, my clients. I still have a couple of client spots left for the rest of the year. If anyone is listening and would be interested in that, please get in touch. And I'm really committed to my email community as well, showing up there and experimenting with some new ideas that I've had over the last few months, trying some things out and creating just value and support in a different way over there so make sure you're on the list if you're not already and yeah I can't wait to share this experiment with you a bit more and it's so interesting to just observe even as I'm thinking about it and talking about it some of the changes some of the stepping back what happens when we start to do that because it's such a mixed bag of emotions and I always say to my members that we're highly complicated and complex beings and we can hold all of the things. We can hold both the paradox of the excitement and freshness and energy that opens up when we take a step back to just be again and what the possibilities are ahead of us when we do make these decisions and also feel a little bit of the bigness of that or the what does that mean, or the FOMO, or all of the things, the, the worries or the concerns that also come with this. And so, yeah, it's just a really interesting experiment. And that's also what's brought me to thinking so much about boundaries. It's something that personally I have always found really difficult, probably didn't even really know what boundaries were or have them until not that long ago, you know, 10 years ago maybe, when I first started to understand just how much my life revolved around not having them and the people that benefited from that. And I remember, I just looked it up actually yesterday, I wrote an article on boundaries many years ago and I even in the article I talk about how confused I was about the definition that is often used when we talk about boundaries. I think I'm pretty sure it's Brené Brown whose work I love, but her definition of it really has always really annoyed me. It felt overly simplified. And my first kinesiologist actually said to me once when we were talking about boundaries and I was like, yeah, I get it. I understand. Like theoretically, I understand logically why boundaries are important. And she said to me, yeah, but like until you're actually doing it and practicing it, you don't really understand it. It's like one of those harsh realities that a mentor gives you that you're like, oh shit, how many things across my life has that applied to where logically my brain understands the concept, but the reality of living, embodying, and just operating from that place of it being at, at a cellular level is really interesting. Anyway, Brene Brown always defined boundaries as it's simply just telling people what's okay with you and what's not okay with you. And the problem I've always had with that is that, and again, if you identify with this, if you maybe have a more sensitive nervous system or energy field or past trauma or experiences that have impacted how you react or even move through the world, to even not know what is or isn't okay for you in the moment is 
something that is overly simplistic and can be difficult to understand. Sometimes you don't know until you get to that point. It's so funny. I was out for a walk yesterday and I just heard this quote in my head and it's from an episode of Grey's Anatomy where uh, Meredith, the main character, sleeps with one of her friends and he's like, why did you do that? And she was like, I didn't know until it was happening. I didn't know that it wasn't what I wanted. And it feels like a really poignant part of boundaries that sometimes we just don't know until we're in a situation that sometimes we've even gotten ourselves into that isn't what we want (laughs) you know that we realize that you take a step back or you realize like why am I so anxious why am I feeling so stressed about this why is this one situation feeling so big when it doesn't need to be that we actually don't always know that boundaries have been crossed until something compounds and suddenly you're able to take that big step back and see all of those points where it's been little moments of your boundaries being crossed and then all of a sudden you're like oh my gosh how did I get here how did that happen and so I don't know if this is making sense to anyone. I'm literally just riffing here, thinking about how that happens and how frustrating that can be for other people who are on the other end of that. I fully empathize with how it can be like, hey, everything seemed fine. And then all of a sudden it's not fine when you have past trauma or you just know that that's how you know, you're know you learning and you're on this boundary journey that sometimes you don't know what is okay and what isn't okay until it's not okay. And then the, you know, that fight or flight comes in to feel like you need to leave this situation. You need to remove yourself from the situation. And even distinguishing between, is this just like a full shut this down immediately? Do I need to take a step back and reevaluate and be able to come back to this and like explain the situation and try and revive it? Or do I just know that this is not going to work for me and I can see the pieces, the points that have led to this and I need to kind of finish this up? And, and end it. And I've learned over the years as someone who is just historically terrible at boundaries and so malleable that I would just adapt to anyone in any situation to make them comfortable, that it is this ongoing process of continuously checking in. And oh my gosh, I don't know about anyone else, but I am so good at tricking myself into thinking that everything's okay and I'm fine with the situation and I'm just getting by and my head's down, just getting what it needs to get done because that's what I've been conditioned into. That It is. It's just that moment where you realize like, hey, this isn't okay. And it's such a difficult place to be in when you have that realization because you realize in this moment, I either have to stand up for myself and make a decision that is eventually putting myself and my needs first and be okay with the fact that I may be going to let somebody down or disappoint someone or damage a relationship or end a relationship or whatever that might be. Or I keep going on like this and it's just going to get worse and my mental health is going to suffer and my nervous system is going to suffer and it's probably going to end badly anyway. But one thing I realized along this journey is that when you're moving so far out of alignment with whatever quest or journey that you're on and the work that you are here to do in the world or whatever that looks or feels like for you that a time will come when it knocks on the front door and says hey it's time to come out now it's time to stop hiding you can keep going along this path but really it is not in alignment for you it is not going to serve you and it's really no surprise to me that it's all come up right as I'm about to head into a month of live sessions with introvert coaches about my own journey as a coach in the wild wild west of the online business world I had to sit with some of my visibility stuff for about two weeks before I finally hit publish and announced that this was even going to be a thing I was doing because it felt big and it felt a bit scary and I couldn't decide if that feeling was a hey this probably isn't a good idea 
or if it was one of those, hey, this is a really great idea, but it's going to invite you to expand a little bit and and bump up against your edges a little bit. And you're going to need a little bit of time to be with that visibility and really find your own way with that. Creating a safety net for my visibility and the candid conversations I know I'm about to have, whilst also clearing away things that were making me feel unsafe and weren't serving me. Feels like it was just the entree for what's to come. So the things that I thought were safe were maybe familiar. Some of the things that I've been doing in my business that were familiar, certain relationship dynamics in my world. I realize now that what I was mistaking for feeling safe in amongst all of the nervous system shakeup that has been happening the past few years was familiarity and not necessarily in the good way. And that for me, safety is actually in the mystery, in the possibilities of what comes next, but it's not familiar. And as a result, my brain likes to tell me that that is not safe and going back into situations that don't actually serve me are safe. So it's been such a tangled web to unweave. And two things this week actually reminded me of this. The first was watching Guardians of the Galaxy 3. If anyone hasn't watched it, it is a beautiful end to this series if you're a Marvel fan or a Guardians fan. But at one point, Mantis, the empath character, says that she spent her whole life doing what other people wanted her to do. And now it was time to figure out what was right for her. And I just love that so much. I felt that so deeply and I just have to take a moment to really acknowledge the beauty of having a superhero who's an empath and how rare it is for her abilities to be seen as superpowers, even though it's played for a joke a lot of the time. She really is a special character. The second thing was the wonderful trauma specialist, Katie Kurtz, who posted some Barbie memes this week that look fun on the surface, but when you actually read them, they just get so deep inside of you. And so yeah, it's one of those beautiful juxtapositions of how fun and Barbie-like they appear. And then you read them and, and they just see straight through you. There was one of Barbie waving to her Barbie wonder land and the words on it are me feeling safe enough to be open and vulnerable only to be received with humanity and care and the other one seriously go check out the slideshow at underscore katie kurtz on instagram it is so beautiful was me feeling safe enough to show up and engage without feeling like i have to be perfect or fit into a box and i'm taking those with me next week but also they were just so what i needed this week so definitely go check it out and let her know that i sent you because they're just so perfect and so yeah this has been been a you know a really strange time the last few months for me and it is strange to talk about it in this way because I know that this is more the way that I want to show up in my business but there's been a lot going on under the surface which I think we forget when we're looking at other people on the curated Instagram feed we don't see the 90% under the surface and so I wanted to share this as a way of just saying hey I'm taking a bit of a break if you don't hear from me this is why but it also also felt really important to address some of the things that I think is really easy to talk about in a general way online, like have boundaries and make sure you say what you need and check in and all of those things. But to actually share it in this way, there's like, hey, this is what's been going on for me and what that's led to. And there has been some pain and discomfort and growth and hey, I'll do better next time and all of those things. And there has been some joy and lightness and all of these things can exist at the same time. And so, yeah, it felt important to share it in this way.
way as well. I hope that you've enjoyed it. Please let me know if you have, if this is the kind of thing that you like to hear from me. If it is, it's probably what is going to be happening for the coming month in the introvert coach. So if you are a coach, an introvert, or you identify as more introverted, you're thinking about becoming a coach, or you're currently training to be a coach, there are going to be six live sessions, three Q&As across the month, a private pop-up group with other introvert coaches that you can connect with, some other amazing things as well, surprises that I will share throughout the month. And I think it's just going to be something different. And I'm really excited about that in amongst all of the changes and shifts that have been happening lately. So you can check it out at katherinemckenziesmith.com forward slash the dash introvert dash coach and we start on tuesday is our first session at 9 a.m australian eastern standard time there will be replays available if you can't make it live but more than anything i just hope that this episode has sparked a little something in you to even just take a moment and check in and feel what hasn't been serving you lately or what has been and what you want to do more of where you need a little care and where you've been continuing to do things because you thought you had to or that was the only way to do it or because you were just going along with how things have always been. Give yourself permission to go wash off that layer of nightclub silt and give yourself some space to come back to what you need and how your boundaries have been serving you lately or not. Thank you so much for listening. I really, really want to be back sooner rather than later, but I want it to be with the fresh energy and renewed possibilities of the reason I started this podcast in the first place. But more importantly, thank you so much for being here and part of this community, part of my world in any way at all. It means so much to me and I can't wait to be back hopefully really soon.